Hello, my name is David Ewan, and I am from the Resurrection Center. So previously, in an earlier podcast, we learned 10 reasons to pray, and they are good reasons. Today, we'll learn more. Uh, today, we will learn seven things. Number one, God provides, satisfies, and prevents. We'll learn about that. Number two, we'll talk about the fruits of the Spirit, and it is our desired behavior. And we see that in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23. Number three, we'll talk about how journaling, that means writing down, journaling shows the benefits of prayer. Number four, we'll talk about who to pray for. Is it us or is it others? Uh, number five, um, we'll let prayer help you to be prepared. And in number six, in all things, give thanks to God. So that's what we'll be talking about today. Now I'm going to start off with a joke with a lesson. Here's a joke with a lesson. A bus full of ugly people had a head-on collision with a truck. When they died, God granted all of them one wish. The first person said, I want to be gorgeous. God snapped his fingers, and it happened. Uh, the second person said the same thing, and God did the same thing. This went on and throughout the group. God noticed the last man in line was laughing hysterically. By the time God got to the last ten people, the last man was laughing and rolling on the ground. When the man's turn came up, he laughed and said, I wish they were all ugly again. <laughs> Anyways, we have three categories of reasons to pray based on our needs, wants, and prevention. Not all three reasons, but the categories of reasons. Previously, in an earlier podcast, we learned ten reasons to pray. Now I'm talking about the categories of reasons. Number one, needs. For example, we ask God to be our provider. We want healing. We want safety. We want good judgment. Uh, number two, wants. These are things like peace, joy, and love. And number three, prevent. Provide to prepare, to prepare us, I should say, uh, for the future so we don't fail. So let me say that again, as I stumbled on some words earlier. Uh, the categories are needs, wants, and prevent. So for the needs, we ask God to be our provider. Uh, for wants, things we ask for, things we desire, like peace, joy, and love. And the third one, prevent to prepare us for the future so that we don't fail. Okay? So, God provides needs, satisfies wants, and prevents problems. So, God provides for our needs. God satisfies our wants through peace, joy, and love. And God prevents problems by watching out for us and guiding us away from the danger or failures that we may come across. So, again, provides, satisfies and prevents. God does all of this. We have a part that we must do. We must let God be God and provide for our needs 
and satisfy our wants and prevent problems. So if we let God be God, then our needs can be provided for. Um, our wants can be satisfied and our problems can be prevented. All we have to do is let God be God. I have another joke with a lesson. A little boy was praying to God. He prayed, So far today, God, I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, haven't lost my temper, haven't been greedy, haven't been grumpy, I have not been nasty, I have not been selfish, I have not been overindulgent. I'm really glad about that. But God, in a few minutes, I'm going to get out of bed and from then on, I'm probably going to need a lot more help. Yep, a lot. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. So the lesson, be ready. Start your day. Be prepared to behave in a way God wants you to be. Show the fruits of the Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, the scripture reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now we're going to talk about journaling. Journaling generally involves the practice of keeping a diary or a journal that explores thoughts and feelings surrounding the events of your life. So when we do journaling, it can show the benefits of prayer. The process of writing slows down our thoughts so that we have time to understand what our thoughts are. So by doing this, we can see the benefits of prayer. And I've got 10, 10 things, 10 benefits of prayer that are identified when we're journaling, when we write down our prayers. Number one, it solidifies the memory of God's faithfulness. We remember it, that God is faithful to us. And because of that, number two, it builds our faith in God. And the result of that, number three, it expresses thanks to God. We give thanks to God. And in turn, number four, we give God the glory. Number five, it leaves a legacy of God's mercy and glory for future generations. That's through our testimonies. Number six, the journaling process through our prayers clarifies our thoughts. This is a way that God guides understanding. And by doing so, number seven, that imparts understanding and insight. We understand what we're praying for and what God's will is. Number eight, it's therapeutic. Prayer allows us to receive the peace, calm, and joy that God wants us to have. And number nine, it's exciting because we have hope for a great future. And number 10, it prepares us to share with others. We know what to say. That's evangelism. So that's how journaling provides the benefits of prayer. 
Okay. So who should we pray for when we are journaling and praying? We should pray for our government leaders. We should pray for our church leaders, like our pastors and apostles. We should pray for our church members. We should pray for our neighbors. We should pray for those who persecute you. And we can also ask for Jesus to pray for you and your family. So keep a journal. Remember who you prayed for. Don't pray and then later forget. We don't want to do that. What's the person's name? The date? What's the situation? Is it illness? Is it joblessness? Okay. This is, or maybe it's the person's prayer request. What do they want you to pray for? What's the date? Okay. And leave a blank space so that later you can find out what the answer is. And the date it was answered. That would be the testimony. See, prayers are answered. Now I'm going to give you a joke with a lesson. A little boy, Johnny, had been misbehaving and was sent to his room. After a while, he emerged and informed his mother that he had thought it over and then said a prayer. Fine, said the pleased mother. If you ask God to help you not misbehave, he will help you. Oh, I didn't ask him to help me not misbehave, said Johnny. I asked him to help you put up with me. <laughs> so the lesson is, think about who we are praying for. Ourself or someone else? Who needs the change? Usually it's ourselves. So there's more to the lesson. Do you ask to change others or to change yourself? Our prayers is to seek the Lord and to have him pour through us by the Holy Spirit. That changes us. We can be a light to others so that they change. On an airplane, they tell you to put on your air mask first before helping others in an emergency. Do more for yourself. Pray for yourself, for your own correction, so that you can be better at doing more for others. To help others, we must first be in good order according to God's will. We can change ourselves better than we can change others. People have free will just as you do. We need to focus on our own corrections before correcting others. This way we can benefit from two things. Embracing the better life Jesus gives. And we can also get a glimpse of God's glory. I have another joke with a lesson. It was a stormy night on the ocean. The ship and crew were in a battle among the waves and thunder. As the storm raged, the captain realized his ship was sinking fast. He called out. Anyone here know how to pray? One man stepped forward. Aye, captain. I know how to pray. Good, said the captain. You pray while the rest of us put on our life jackets. We're one short. <laughs> so the lesson is, always be prepared. Put on your protection. Number one, it's the belt of truth. That's God's word. Number two, the breastplate of righteousness. 
That means to avoid what is impure. Number three, the sandals of the gospel of peace. That means walk with the Lord. Number four, shield of faith. That God can do all things. Believe, have faith. Number five, the helmet of salvation. That's protection from salvation. You're not alone. You have eternity promised to you. And number six, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. That is your weapon against the enemy. So do this with prayer, fasting, and meditating on the Bible. There's an expression that some pastors have told me before, and I'll share them with you. If you don't pray, you don't stay. If you don't fast, you won't last. Read the Bible. The Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic information before leaving earth on your journey to eternity. Know this. Now I have another joke with a lesson. A four-year-old boy who was asked to return thanks before Christmas dinner The family members bowed their heads in expectation. He began his prayer, thanking God for all his friends, naming them one by one. Then he thanked God for mommy, daddy, brother, sister, grandma, grandpa, and all his aunts and uncles. Then he began to thank God for the food. He gave thanks for the turkey, the dressing, the fruit salad the cranberry sauce, the pies, the cakes, and even the Cool Whip. Then he paused, and everyone waited and waited. After a long silence, the young fellow looked up at his mother and asked, If I thank God for the broccoli, won't he know that I'm lying? (laughs) So the lesson is, in all things, give thanks. I want to talk again about how journaling shows benefits of prayer. We talked about it before, but let's review it. When you write down your prayers, that's a great tool to help you with your prayer. So let me share with you what it is. So for number one, it solidifies the memory of God's faithfulness. You won't forget. You'll know that he's faithful because you'll see the results. Number two, it builds our faith. We become stronger in our faith. Number three, because of that, it expresses thanks to God. And number four, that results in giving God the glory. Number five, we leave a legacy of God's mercy and glory for future generations. That's our testimony. Number six, we can clarify our thoughts. He guides understanding. Number seven, imparts understanding and insight. We can understand more of what God's trying to tell us. Number eight, it's therapeutic because we get the peace, love, and joy into our hearts. Number nine, it's exciting because we see the future that God's preparing for us. And the last one, it prepares us to share with others. We know what to say. That means we can evangelize. Okay? So today we learned seven things. Number one, God provides, satisfies, and prevents. 
Number two, fruits of the Spirit is our desired behavior. Number three, journaling shows the benefits of prayer. Number four, we learn who to pray for. Is it us or is it others? And number five, let prayer help you be prepared. And number six, in all things, give thanks to God. And I seem to be missing one, so I'm going to see. Let prayer help you be prepared. That was the other one. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. That wraps up my discussion. My name is David Ewan, and this is The Resurrection Center.